Hey, Junior, Parshas Chukas, the snake in our minds. Yosef Spalter giggled as he watched one monkey tap another monkey on the shoulder, grab his banana away from the other side, and climb up the tree to hide. I could stay here and watch the monkeys all day, said Yosef. They're my favorite. They're probably your favorite because they give you ideas about how to bother me, laughed Yosef's older brother, Daniel. Tati Spalter had taken Yosef and Daniel to the zoo as a reward for their learning the first parak of Mishnaya's brachas by heart, and they were enjoying their day together. After about an hour of walking, they passed the stand where a man was selling refreshments, and Tati offered to buy ices for the two sweaty boys. It's pretty hot today, and these jumbo rainbow ices deluxe will cool you off before we go into the next part of the zoo. I love rainbow ices, said Daniel. Yes, said Yosef. There's nothing better than colorful ices. It's like having every taste in one food. Thank you so much, Tati. As the boys licked their ices and got ready to go into the next building, they heard the ding-a-ling of a bell and looked up to see a man selling refreshments from a different cart. And it had a big advertisement on it for Chol of Yisrael ice cream. Yummy! Ice cream! Yosef and Daniel watched with a little bit of jealousy as a family approached, and each child chose a large cone with all the flavors and toppings they wanted. Come on, boys, we've already cooled off enough with our ices, said Tati, as he grabbed Daniel and Yosef by the hand. Let's go into the reptile world and check out the snakes and lizards. But Tati, complained Yosef, those ice cream cones look so good. Did you see that hot fudge with the colorful sprinkles? Maybe we could also... Not happening, said Tati firmly. You've already gotten a treat. And you're not even halfway done. I told you not to ask, said Daniel to Yosef, as he nudged him. You should have waited at least till we finished the ices. The boys lowered their voices as they entered the cool, dark reptile house filled with cages containing different types of lizards, turtles, and snakes. They stopped at the first cage and watched wide-eyed as a big chameleon sat on a branch, catching flies with his tongue. Then another cage caught their attention. The sign read, King Cobra, also called Hamadriad, the world's longest venomous snake. It can deliver enough venom in a single bite to kill a large elephant. Wow, said Daniel. My science teacher, Mr. Markowitz, told us that an elephant usually weighs about 10,000 pounds. That must take a lot of poison. But where is it? asked Yosef. I don't see anything except for rocks and branches. I see it, said Tati. Look carefully. The boys peered through the glass and suddenly jumped back. The dead branch right near the glass had suddenly picked up its head, looked directly at the boys, and flicked its poisonous tongue in and out. Wow, Tati, I think my heart stopped beating for a few seconds. That was scary, Yosef said, as they walked back out into the bright sunlight a few minutes later. Maybe that's what the Nachash from Gan Eden looked like. And Daniel began to say before getting distracted as they passed the ice cream cart again. Oh, please, Tati, please. Can we get one now? It's not fair that they are selling kosher ice cream here. And all we got were those lousy ices. Please, please. Tati stopped walking. Yosef, Daniel, 
20 minutes ago, you were happily enjoying these ices. Suddenly, you saw ice cream, and now you don't like the ices? Do you understand what just happened to you? Yeah, we saw ice cream, Yosef said, wondering what his father didn't understand. It made perfect sense to Yosef. He was hungry for ice cream now. Tati smiled at the boys. You know that what just happened to us with the ices and the ice cream is similar to what happened to the Amish royal in this week's Parsha. Before the Amish royal came to Eretz Yisrael, they passed by other nations who lived nearby. And those nations were eating real food. Sure, the Yidden had the man, but you couldn't lick the man like you lick a yummy ice cream cone. So when they passed by Midian, and Amun, and they saw children eating real ice cream. The Yetzirah began to crawl around in their head and give them ideas. Maybe it's better over there, they thought. And because they let the Yetzirah think for them, they complained to Moshe Rabbeinu. And what did Hashem do? He sent poisonous snakes to punish them. The question is, said Tati, why snakes? Why not lions or elephants? Maybe wild gorillas? Everything Hashem does is for a reason. Even when he punishes a person, every detail of the punishment is to teach a lesson. Daniel, you said a minute ago that the cobra reminded you of the Nachash in Gan Eden. And we know that snake was really the Malach called the Yetzir Hara, only that Hashem chose to make it look like a snake. And really we should be bothered by the same question. Why did Hashem choose a snake? Maybe the Yetzirah should have come dressed up like a gorilla or a lion. Rabbi Miller says that Hashem made the Yetzirah look like a snake so that we should realize that the Yetzirah acts like a snake. You remember when that cobra jumped out at us and surprised us? It was hiding in plain sight. You thought it was nothing, just a harmless dead branch. You couldn't even see it until it raised its head to bite. An elephant or a gorilla can't do that. You'd notice it from far away. But a snake camouflages itself among the brown earth and leaves. That way, it can creep up on somebody and bite him without even being noticed. That's the trick that a snake uses to fool you. It hides from you and makes you think it's nothing until it bites. And then it's too late, unless you weigh more than a 10,000-pound elephant. And that's exactly how the Yetzirah works. He hides himself, putting ideas in our heads and making us want things. And we don't even realize that it's the Yetzirah crawling around in our heads trying to poison us. And that's why Hashem chose to send snakes to punish the complainers. If he had wanted, he could have sent thousands of gorillas to punish the complainers, just like he punished the Mitzrim. But Hashem wanted Davka a snake because he wanted to teach the Am Yisrael the secret tricks of the Yetzirah about how a person can be happy and satisfied with what he has. But then the tricky snake begins to hide itself among your thoughts and make you unhappy. And the Bnei Yisrael learned that lesson forever. When they were surprised by the snakes that were hiding behind the branches and rocks, they reminded themselves about the even more dangerous snake, the Yetzir who is always hiding in your mind, trying to make you unhappy. And Baruch Hashem, just now, we're lucky enough to learn the same lesson the Bnei Yisrael did in the Midbar, only that we were lucky enough to learn the lesson from a snake behind a glass while licking our delicious ices.
Have a wonderful Shabbat!